the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Partners in the Gospel. I'm your host, Chaim Goldman, the Watchman. On Partners in the Gospel, we talk with ministry leaders, pastors, other local community members, as well as national influencers who are making a kingdom impact. We are here on 100.7 FM, The Word, and also on our website on podcast at thewordfm1007.com. On today's program, and we're so happy to have you joining us today, on today's program we have Sam Sorbo, an education freedom advocate and co-producer with her husband, Kevin Sorbo, of the new documentary, Irreligious Nation. And in our second segment, we have Lance Williams, the Colorado and Utah regional manager for Turning Point USA Faith. Sam Sorbo, welcome to Partners in the Gospel. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Oh, it's great to have you here. And I love documentaries. I love this topic. Uh, to let you know about Sam, Sam Sorbo, as I said, is an education freedom advocate, a successful Hollywood film actor, producer, and writer, wife of actor Kevin Sorbo, and the mother, well, most important role, the mother of three children. And today we are focusing on this new documentary called Irreligious Nation, uh, produced, uh, directed by Sam and narrated by Kevin Sorbo that is available on Salem Now, SalemNow.com. And regarding this movie, uh, the topic, the fastest growing religion, sadly to say, is no religion at all in our nation. And in the wake of this growing trend, a group of Americans looking to understand the shift joined the Sorbo family traveling to Israel to explore and examine their own faith and the impact that irreligion disconnection and cynicism is having on culture and society, not just in America, but worldwide. They ask, do we really need religion at all? Wow. What a big question, Sam. Uh, Thank you for doing this. Thank you for exploring this topic. Why did you do this? Why do you find this topic so important? Why is this film so important, especially now? Well, I mean, I'm raising three Christian children. Uh, I homeschool, but they still find their faith being challenged every day in myriad ways from a largely secular society. And so I've been sort of wrestling with this issue for quite a while. When we decided to take a tour group to Israel, um, one of the people who wanted to come on the tour wanted to bring his whole family, and we were bringing our family, so we were encouraging people to bring their teenage children. And um, in in talking with him, part of the reason that he wanted to bring them to Israel was to reconnect with their faith because they, their family had been sort of falling away from each other. They, they'd lost the focus of family and the focus of faith in, in their daily lives. And so he kind of wanted to rekindle that. And I, um, and I said to him, you know, wouldn't it be great if we did kind of a documentary about this. And he really liked that. So he's the producer of the documentary. Okay. Um, and so we just took this tour to, to walk in the footsteps of Jesus and to reconnect with our faith in a visceral way. And it was, um, I will tell you, it was, it was really life changing for everybody on the tour, frankly. 
Well, I'm sure. Uh, you know, I'm actually a dual citizen of Israel, uh, along with my family. And so we've spent a lot of time there as well as in America. And it is sad to see uh, how, even though it's it's part of the culture, really faith is what's missing from so much of what people are, are, are doing. They may have tradition, but they don't have faith. So uh, what's the correlation between the, the topics this film discusses and you feel the condition specifically of our nation, of America, and what we're going through right now? Well, sure. One thing that I would caution, and I've I've started beating this drum quite a bit, is not that we don't have faith. We no longer have our religion. We have a new religion. And the new religion has a lot of of faith. But the faith (laughs) is placed in self. Uh. The faith is placed in the dollar. The faith is placed in the government. And, frankly, our schools that our government schools are teaching our children to put their faith in government. So we have government schools that ought to be sort of on the same level as Christian schools or Jewish schools. Government schools teach a faith, but that is a faith in government. And so even though we call it irreligion, which is atheism, agnosticism, it doesn't mean that it's not a religion. It's a religion of self or a religion of government. Secular humanism. Yes, and yes. that is a religion. Yes. And so we are, we are fighting in a war of religion right now. We are in the battlefield mm. of this war that's being waged, and it's a war that actually is very much after our children. And we see that in the leftism that has encroached in our schools and encroaching on the lives of our children, the health of our children, the bodies of our children, the, the minds of our children. And uh, it's a very dangerous religion, frankly. And how do you feel that we're already uh, experiencing the impact of it right now? Oh, well, I mean, the whole transgender movement that's taken over in our schools and the pornography that's in our schools. And, you know, I bill myself as an education freedom advocate because I train parents how to home educate their children. And um, it's, it's, it's my mission field is to empower parents because we've been so abused by our system of schools um, and by the schooling that we've received that we think that we are incapable of educating small children or even sort of just young children, right? We think we're incapable, which is absurd. Um, so that, but that's sort of an aside. <laughs> Irreligious Nation is, is the film that we're talking about, and I really want people to, to embark on this movie And actually, you know, it's a short film. You can invite your friends over to watch it with you and then do the debrief with them afterwards about how impacted you were Mm. actually seeing the places where Jesus walked and and experiencing a little bit vicariously, perhaps, through the people who walk through these places with us in the film, um, what that does to you, and hopefully it it will embolden your faith. Um, it will maybe make you open the Bible. Maybe you'll go to church. Maybe you'll, you know, take one step closer to God. Hmm. Well, people, you know, a lot of people like to be entertained. I mean, you're you're in that industry, but documentaries, sometimes people don't see them as entertainment. They see them more as just thinking films. What's your assessment and how did you, you know, craft this film in order to make it accessible? Well, the film itself is a, is an adventure, right? And so, um, and and because it's true, I think that it has a it it reson- it will resonate with people, and it has actually. 
Um, it's been out already for a, a, a short time, and I've been getting lots of feedback from people who very much enjoyed the movie um, because it's so real, because it's a documentary. It's not this made-up stuff that comes out of Hollywood often that is sort of just um, dramatized and so unrealistic that you go, okay, I'm not sure what that did for me because I will, I, you know, I'm not going to fly above buildings or, um, you know, watch the <laughs> no, tornado. No, there's no car story, chase. Whatever. There's no car chase right? in the whole film. Okay. What's that? <laughs> no car chases in this film. No car chases. Okay. That's funny. No, no big explosions. Just uh, an explosion of faith. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. A- excellent. So, um, you know, for those who watch, and you can watch this on Salem Now, SalemNow.com, uh, what do you want people to take away from the film? What's the real special message, the takeaway, that you want people to go away feeling empowered and activated to do? Yeah, I, I want people to reconnect with their faith, just like the people on the tour did the tour for. Um, that that would be my personal goal, is to uh, to enable people to reconnect more strongly with their faith. Um, we, we are fighting a war right now for people's faith. And if people don't believe in truth anymore, then they believe in a lie. And they will be lost. And I don't want that to happen to people, um, just in general. Uh, it, it, it doesn't bode well for me if I'm living in a world of people who have believed lies. Um, but it certainly doesn't bode well for them either on a personal level. I will say that um, Israel changed me. You know, I'm, I've done radio for years, and I have a podcast, and um, I interview people all the time. And I love people. I'm, I'm extremely gregarious and extroverted. And this, this trip to Israel changed me that when I came back to the United States, I, I noticed tangibly that I loved people more. Hmm. And I think that that's because I was, I was sort of indwelt with the love of Christ for the world. And so I, I'm hoping that a little bit of that comes across on the film as well for people to, to experience and pick up in their own lives. Excellent. Um, we need more love in the world. What, what is it, you know, you're an activist, I'm, I am too, or advocate, we like to use that, that word, you know, telling people, get up and do something, do something for this nation, do something for God. What are some of the favorite ways, we have about a minute, uh, favorite ways that you have for telling people to, you know, you, you know there's something in your heart to do it, to go out and do it. How do you encourage people? Well, I like to encourage, first of all, I encourage parents, take your children out of school. School is child abuse. Uh, go to samsorbo.com if you want any more information on that. Um, I, I'm out to save children. I can save their parents at the same time, but I'm really for the hearts of the kids because um, there's such a war against our children today. Um, we don't value children. You know, we, we put everything before children. But then secondary to that, you know, do nice things for people. Reach out in kindness. Take a chance. Take a chance that you won't even receive anything in return. We need more kindness and we need more love in the world. And those are, that's the easiest thing to do. It's the simplest thing to do. So, you know, rather than give you like a great big uh, list of like great big things that you can do, start with the small things and you will watch them grow inside you and you'll become, you'll become a better person and then you'll know what to do. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Please go, uh, listening audience. 
Go to SalemNow.com and watch Irreligious Nation. And also, to keep up with the Sorbos, we have the website Sorbo, S-O-R-B-O, Studios.com, SorboStudios.com, to check out everything Sorbo on there. Sam Sorbo, thank you so much for joining us on Partners in the Gospel today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's, it's great to have you. Well, coming up after the break, we have Lance Williams, the Colorado and Utah Regional Manager for Turning Point USA Faith, Charlie Kirk's organization. Hi, this is Haim Goldman, the Watchman, new host of Partners in the Gospel on The Word, 100.7 FM in Colorado Springs. Would you like to suggest a ministry leader, pastor, or other member of our community who is making a true kingdom impact to be a guest on Partners in the Gospel program? Maybe even suggest yourself. Well, we'd love to hear from you. Please call me, Hi, I'm Goldman, at Salem Media Group at 719-388-0386. That's 719-388-0386. And we're back with Partners in the Gospel. I'm your host, Hi, I'm Goldman, again. So happy to have you joining us. In this second segment, we are joined with the Regional Manager for Colorado and Utah for Turning Point USA Faith, Lance Williams. Lance, welcome to Partners in the Gospel. Thank you for having me, Hiam. Well, we're happy to have you here, Lance. We love Turning Point USA. Lance Williams attended Karis Bible College here outside Colorado Springs with a major in practical government. He's an itinerant preacher who travels the U.S. sharing the Word of God with a focus on engaging the culture with a biblical worldview. We love that. And he is now, as I said, the regional manager for Colorado and Utah for Turning Point USA Faith. And as as most of you know, Turning Point USA was founded by Charlie Kirk, and his program airs daily in the Pikes Peak region uh, on 1460 and 1460 AM, 101.1 FM, the answer that is Monday through Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. So, Lance, Turning Point is something that people know about. It's around the country. They don't necessarily know, you know, the full mission and vision and certainly about um, Turning Point USA Faith we're going to be talking about today. But what is your backstory? How did you come to work for Turning Point USA? Well, as you mentioned, I went to Karis Bible College and went there, needed a change in my life, gave my life to Jesus, went to Karis Bible College, started getting rooted and grounded in the Word, and uh, ended up majoring in ministry and was taken off and, you know, going to have a career in ministry and helping people. And I'm still involved in ministry, but then God showed me later that I'm actually supposed to get involved in government in the future. And so I actually did three years, left for three years, came back and went to the practical government school at Karis Bible College, which is phenomenal, by the way. Went there. It just exploded in me and started realizing that I believe my high calling is in ministry, but in the sphere of government. Okay. And, and up at Karis, they have two years, which is the core that everybody takes. Yes. And then some time ago, they started adding a third year. Yes. Uh, and the practical government school, I think, is in its like sixth year now or something like Sounds that. Sounds right. Sixth, sixth, seventh year. Yeah. Sixth or seventh year of teaching people how to do ministry, but yes. going out into the governmental realm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, how many people actually are working in their major? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Uh, I actually am. After many, many years, I have a degree in broadcasting, but it was a circuitous route here to the microphone. 
Uh, but it's so good that you you knew what you wanted to do and you've gone for it. There. Yeah, and they have several different schools that are just top notch. I mean, business, government, ministry, and film and production, many other media, right? Uh, and top notch schools. It's a, it's a great program, and it's and it's a thought of not just to have a, a biblical background, but how to go out and engage the culture in these different yes. mountains or spheres. In the, right? Yeah, seven spheres of influence. Okay, so we've all heard of Turning Point USA and Charlie Kirk, but specifically, what's the mission and purpose of the organization? And why is there a branch <laughs> called Turning Point USA Faith? Isn't it all about faith? Um, Turning Point USA Faith. Tell well, us about at that. Turning Point USA Faith, we help to engage churches on cultural issues and engage them in their communities. And so really how that started was there was Turning Point USA. Turning Point really got known for going to college campuses, mm-hmm. combating the indoctrination happen, happening at the college campuses. But during the pandemic, you know, we really would have thought that the church would have really t- took a stand, but the church as a whole really bowed the knee. Now, not every one of them, but the church as a whole really bowed the knee to government. And this, you know, scripture says, don't forsake the assembly of yourselves. And so, uh, Charlie and the team saw that, started Turning Point USA Faith, and then Rob McCoy, uh, pastor at, uh, Godspeak Calvary out in, uh, I think Thousand Oaks. Uh, he he helped, so him and Charlie got together, started Turning Point Faith, and so we are here to engage the church on cultural issues and to turn these states and this nation back to God. Well, I love that. You know that I started Church Voter Guides to do just that, to activate the church into, the, awesome. into the governmental realm, um, because we need to do something. We need yeah. to engage. We need to put boots on the ground. And And you've probably seen the videos of Charlie Kirk sitting at a table on a college campus, you know, engaging uh, and that's really where it got started. He's a relatively young young man mm-hmm. uh, doing this, but now you're taking that and you're and you're bringing it into the churches. So, what are some of the major issues that you try to get the church to sort of wake up to and engage with? And um, can you tell us a success story or two about how you've engaged the church? Because it is it is very hard as someone who does this on a regular basis, getting the church to sort of leave their lane. And engage the whole culture is is it shouldn't be, but it is. So, what have you been doing? Well, so actually, from the scripture, the word church in the original text is ecclesia, mm-hmm. and it it literally means to uh, like the city leaders, the city people coming together in the city and making decisions for the city, mm-hmm. and that's what church really should be. But uh, for some reason, we've been compartmentalizing our faith. And we've just been inside the four walls. And even in the founding era of America, and they the preachers were preaching over what the Bible says on cultural issues. So that is what we're doing at Turning Point USA Faith. We're engaging them on, on people say it's political. It's not. It's moral issues, abortion, uh, the transgender uh, thing, mutilating little kids' bodies. I mean, forcing this transgender stuff on little kids, mm-hmm. medical freedom. I mean, there are so many issues out there, but it's really up. What We find out what is the pastor's vision on civic and engagement, and then we help bring that to pass. And yeah, we do that through events, and we help to organize events. We do pastor roundtables to really encourage pastors to go reach their congregations. Uh, we, we do it through a variety of ways. We have national events. We have local events. Uh, we help to start what we call faith groups. It's our civically-minded small groups in churches that it'll be a group in a church that is committed to getting engaged, and it can be over whatever area the pastor's vision is. Okay. Yeah. And, and so is there a specific story of something that, that you went after? There were challenges to it, but they, that you found successful, that, that it really got that church or that city you know, into, a, into an engagement mode of civic engagement? 
Yes, yeah, so Colorado and Utah has been newer territories for us, <laughs> and I've just been working this area since October, but we already have developed partnerships throughout the state of Colorado. I uh, just recently did an event in Centennial, Colorado, at Cross Point Community Church, and we brought in a, a detransitioner, a guy who transitioned and, and realized the deception came back, and he really educated the community community in that area. So yeah, we're doing, uh, got all kinds of local things happening here. And then also got our national events. We got, uh, America Fest in December, bring people together. And it, at people from America Fest have said they're, they're encouraged to go run for office. They're encouraged to go get engaged. So, uh, we're just to keep it quick. We're doing it on a local level and we're doing it on a national level. And it's, it's incredible. So when you approach churches, do you, do you tend to go to the senior pastor? Do you try to see, if there's someone already doing it within the church, like if someone's out there going, wow, I'd, I'd really like this in my church, how, how do you approach specific churches? Yes, we like to get in touch with the, the senior pastor. Uh, sometimes that's not always easy, but we like to get in touch with them and really get in front of a pastor because all of our resources are free. And so we're not trying to sell anything, nothing like that. Mm -hmm. We're just simply trying to get the church engaged. We like to get in front of a pastor, and then if the pastor points us to somebody that's that's kind of over that that area in the church, then we'll connect with them and and go from there. Okay. And and what do you? What are the big barriers? What are the things that you think are keeping the church, you know, within its walls and not getting boots on the ground? Apathy. Yeah, and apathy breeds tyranny. And the, how, do, how do you describe apathy where over what people just don't churches just don't want to get involved on on a large scale. I mean, they just they either don't want to get involved because they don't want to offend people. OK, I mean, it, it's crazy what I hear. And then, you know, well, what so, do you what do you hear? Because I'm I mean, I'm I'm sort of quizzing you now because I want yeah. this information. Myself. Yeah, I mean, I, I people told me, well, we're not a red or blue church. We're a purple church. And. And then they've told me, oh, we just preach the gospel here or we don't really get involved in that kind of stuff. And and so pastors, they either don't want to offend or they just don't believe that the church is supposed to be engaged in those issues because they think of it as political issues when really it's moral issues. And the Bible speaks clearly to all those issues. Okay, and as far as turning them, your turning point, what what are some things that you say? to What what could people out there say to a pastor that you found successful in getting them to not necessarily change their mind at the moment, right? They're pastors. There's a stability there. We don't want them to be like that. But but to get them thinking and, and moving and turning, what do you do? Well, it depends on the pastor. But if it's a woke pastor, we don't waste our time. There's uh, other pastors and churches out there that are ready to be engaged. So sometimes you kick the dust off your feet and move along. That's exactly. Okay. And that's what Jesus said to do. If they don't right. receive you, then kick off the dust okay. and, and go to the next town. And so that's what we do. We're looking, looking for the pastors and the churches that want to be engaged, and we help bring that to pass. And, you know, again, all of our resources are free. You know, we through our funding, we're able to use those funds to help engage the church. And so if a pastor don't want to receive us, then, you know. But if they do, if they're willing to listen, what's some of the things you do that sort of knocks them out of that apathy that you found? Yeah, there's, uh, you know, I for me personally, I talk to them about the history uh, of of this nation, how we were built on a Christian heritage. Black Robe Regiment. Yes, Black Robe Regiment, exactly. And I talk about, uh, one of the key points I talk about, Haim, is I talk about the the German church and how the church in Nazi Germany did not take a stand and it led to the Holocaust. It led to very bad things. And if the church doesn't take a stand in America, it's going to be that or worse. So, and, And Jesus even said that on this rock I build my ecclesia, I build my church, and the gates of hell will not 
not prevail. And if if there is any hope for America, it it starts at the church. Amen. And and I recommend to people Eric Metaxas' book, A Letter yes. to the American Church, is amazing at relating what happened in Germany to what's happening here now. And we're trying to get that book. That's a Salem book. We're trying to get it into the hands of every pastor. So we have about a minute left. How can people get involved with Turning Point USA Faith here in the Pikes Peak region or even nationally? What are some quick things? Yes, well, simply put, go to our uh, website, tpusafaith.com, and get plugged in. And then through that, they will connect you. Uh, if you're in this area, they will connect you with me, and then I'll get in touch with you, and we can go from there. Whether you're wanting to start a faith group or just get involved on any level, please get in touch with us, and I'll, I'll reach out to you if you're in this area. And then even if you don't want to do it with Turning Point, just get engaged. Start Use your freedom of speech. Start speaking up. You know, people say that, that they, you know, don't talk about religion and politics at the table, but that's the things we need to be talking about. So we need to use our free speech and, uh, and get involved on a local level. Okay. Well, thank you, Lance. Thank you for being on the program today. And again, that's uh, TPUSA Faith. TPUSAFaith.com is where you want to go to go to the website to learn about Turning Point USA Faith and engage your church. And of course, the Turning Point USA show with uh, Charlie Kirk. His program airs daily here in the Pikes Peak region, Monday through Friday, 10 to 11 a.m. on AM 1460 and 101.1 FM, The Answer. I also want to let you know that coming up on April 27th at the Road Church, there's going to be a mayoral debate for the Colorado Springs runoff. Uh, and for more information, go to theroad.org forward slash debate. Again, that's April 27th. Well, I'm Haim Goldman, the Watchman, and you've been listening to Partners in the Gospel on 100.7 FM, The Word. Catch all of our episodes and podcasts on our website, thewordfm1007.com. Now, get out there. Make an impact for the kingdom for such a time as this. Shalom. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.